unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to the Raw and Unscripted Show. I am Christopher Roush, your host, and this is your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Thank you guys for being here, whether you're live here on the video cast, live broadcast, or if you're listening to us on the audio podcast or watching us on the video, ca- video cast replay. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are on show number 216. Show number 216. And I am blessed to say that I have such a great time doing the show every single week. But sometimes, you know, quite honestly, I sit there and I think, man, I almost wish I didn't have to do that show tonight. And there's only been a few times in the history of this show that I've actually done a replay. And that's usually because I've been on vacation. I didn't want to interrupt my family time. But there are some times where I sit there and think, man, I don't even feel like doing the show tonight. And you know why is because I always want to come to you guys with a bunch of enthusiasm and and electricity and and, and spark and just really get you guys pumped up for living your life. But sometimes we got to be honest with ourselves and sit there and think, you know, am I really feeling that pumped up about life? So this is going to probably be a little bit of different conversation for us tonight where I'm not going to bring you all the hype. I'm not going to bring you my extra energy. Normally, sometimes if I'm not feeling the energy, I'll listen to a song and I'll just get kind of psyched up and just listen to that kind of get my blood flowing and just come in here, you know, guns blazing and everything ready just to, to help you guys out and help me out because this is really a lot of why I do this show also is, is, is to really think about the things that I need to focus on in my life. And for me to teach other people, those things helps me reinforce those things as well. So I'm constantly reading books, watching YouTube videos, you know, coaching, mentoring, everything in my life, you know, talking to people who are successful and implementing some of those things in my life. And so that's what I want to have this conversation with you guys tonight. I want to talk about um, for those of you guys who are on the raw and unscripted page on Facebook, I put a note up there yesterday and said, Hey, let me know what your ideas for topics are. And so I got quite a few, um, on there. And then I got quite a few, uh, privately as well. And you guys really kind of, uh, summarized what it is that you wanted me to talk about in resiliency and strength and, and courage and confidence and, and how to do those things when, when times are tough and how to do those things when you've already feel like you're beaten down so much already and you're running on reserves and you're trying to keep going. So I just want to share with you, you know, quite honestly, in my life, I've got a lot of great things going on. I'm super excited about a lot of different things going on, but also I'm being honest with you guys. My energy has been in a weird, funky place. I've realized over the last three years, especially, but probably the last five years, I didn't understand what an empath was. And to be honest, part of my tagline says I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. That's fluffy bullshit, chakras and meditation and chanting and sound bowls and all that weird stuff that I used to think was bullshit. Now I understand a little bit more, but as I've been on this spiritual journey, just trying to re to figure myself out, um, I really noticed that, um, we can get caught up in a lot of what's going on. And that's kind of what I'm bringing you tonight. I've got my, I've got my brain in so many different places right now, but I didn't want to not do the show because I figured you guys need to see me sometimes when I'm not doing my best either. And that's why we're in this together. Um, one of the things that's got me kind of fucked up, you know, just to be honest with you guys, I don't know if you watch the news. I really don't not watch the news, but I found out about the submarine capsule that was going down and to dive the Titanic. And apparently these people pay $250,000 to get in a very small tube and go down 13, no, two and a half miles, 13,000 feet to see the, the the sinking of the Titanic. Well, sadly, this uh, particular voyage has not, uh, they have not been in communication with uh, the people on top. Uh, they haven't resurfaced. There's been no communication and they're, they're thought to be, I don't know, 
Um, and it's crazy because normally I wouldn't even watch the news and I would just think, oh man, they spent $250,000 for that. But again, as we get older and we start thinking about, you know, our connectedness, our interconnectedness, our humanity, if you will, and me being an empathic person and, and really realizing that my heart goes out to those people and thinking about them being in that, that tube, irregardless if we agree with them or not. I mean, I, I personally wouldn't get in a tube that you need to use 17 bolts to seal um, with no way of communicating and no fail safe. If we get stuck, I wouldn't personally do that. So, you know, my, my, my thing's different, but that's, those are people that are in that tube thinking about their last thoughts and thinking about, man, did I make the right decision? And God, what are my friends and family going to say? And, you know, and just thinking about your final moments in life. That's got me messed up thinking about that. And, and I just pray for their safety. I pray that they're discovered. I pray hopefully that everything will be fine. And perhaps people will look at situations like this and have a little bit more wherewithal to figure out what the safety precautions might be instead of the uh, the ego egotistical fact of, oh, I got to go see the, the Titanic, you know? So what? You know, look at video images. I mean, you don't need to risk your life and, 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 and leave your family behind because you had to go do something like that or go out of outer space, right? What's up? What's up? We got warrior grandma in the house. What's up warrior grandma? Thank you for being here. Can't remember who you are. What's your name? Got Robert Broker in the house. This is truth. Grateful you are here. I'm grateful. I'm here too as well. Um, yeah, it's just a cr really crazy time. And so I just figured I would come to you. Um, real raw and vulnerable and kind of just walk you through what I do for myself when I'm in these types of moments, because although I've got some amazing things coming through the wire, emotionally, I'm feeling drained emotionally. I'm feeling heavy about what the world's going through. I hate all the divisiveness. I hate the name calling and, and the political rhetoric and, 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 the, and the rights being taken away and just all the stuff that's going on in the world. You know, I really, I have studied human beings since I was a little kid and I have met a lot of people. I've been blessed to be all over this world and I've read black, white, straight, gay, tall, short, Republican, Democrat, you know, every label of person you can ever, you know, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, all, every different label you can ever imagine. And we're all the same. We're all interconnected. We're all humanity and feeling what's going on in the world is just is challenging for me. And that's something that I'm struggling with because before I would walk away from the things that would, I would, I would struggle with and I would go focus on the things that I was good at. And that and just kind of immerse myself in that, whether it was work, whether it was family, whatever it might be, my hobbies. And then I would forget about a lot of those things, but you can't do that anymore. Right. You know, we're here to sit there and hold each other accountable to say, Hey, listen, when tough times come into our life, we don't run away from those things. We, we, run to them, right? That's what we do because that's what we need to do. There's no other choice. We can't sit here and hope, wish, and pray that someday something changes. I can't sit here and want the government to change. I can't sit here and want humanity to change. What I could personally do is I could come and do this show and I can do my Facebook posts and my walk and talk videos and anything else that I possibly could do throughout my day to make this world a better place and be a part of the solution, not be part of the problem. There's so much that um, you guys look to me for, and 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 I appreciate that so much. You know, when I think about my life, and especially thinking about um, the book that's going to be coming out. I mean, I am so proud of this book, and I'm not going to be shame. I'm not going to be shameless, shameful, or anything else. I want you to go to itsjustyouandmekid.com. Itsjustyouandmekid.com. You want to talk about a fucking story about resiliency? unbelievable unstoppableness from two individuals who are homeless uh, and just on the streets and just so much. I've been going through this book. I've now read it three or four times now as part of the editing process before I send it over to the publisher. And I'm blown away. I really am blown away about all the stuff I've been through. But at sometimes I sit there and think like, God, how much more are you going to put me through? How much more test do I need to prove my resiliency? How much more do I need to put through? Because sometimes I think about life as being a test and we get these tests in our lives and we pass those tests and we get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. And then we get another test. 
Um, you know, me doing this book has been such an amazing experience because I'm not leaving anything out. You know, there's been so many stories I've had to cut out because of words usage and everything else, but you guys, you'll get, get a, get a copy of that because, um, you guys get to see those stories because you're going to be on the front lines, helping me make it a bestseller. So when you go to the, the website, it's just you and me kid.com, you'll see a bunch of bonuses that you'll get for helping me make it a number one bestseller. So there's that that's going on. Um, you know, and I look back on my life and I think about all the resiliency and I think about all the pain and the anguish and the betrayal. And this, this book is only the story of my life with my mom. It's not my career story. It's not my other past relationship stories. It's not anything else where I've learned lessons, addictions or anything else. This is just a story of me and my mom in our life and all the things that I learned from this process of being homeless and, and, and being a seventh grade dropout and going back and getting my master's degree and being in the egotistical world and then transitioning into more of the spiritual world and all the different lessons I've had to learn and, and overcome. Um, and I'm proud of that. I, I really am proud of that. And I want each and every one of us to sit there and realize that we're way more resilient than we are, than we ever give ourselves the credit for. Because when you think about your life, you have survived and even thrived through all of the adversarial things that you've been through in your life, right? All the different things in school as your kid and all the bullying and everything else that might've happened in your life, the betrayals and the relationships, you have survived hundred percent of those things. And sometimes you look back and you may say, wow, how did I do that? It's because you had the resiliency and the strength within yourself to sit there and say, I just keep going. Sometimes it's just one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. But so many times people aren't taking that action. They're not taking that imperfect action because they're afraid to make a mistake or, or have a failure or to be looked about negatively. But this is your life and you got to go out there and live your life. The one thing I will give to those people in that capsule is they wanted to go do something and they did it and they paid the money and they wanted that experience knowing that that could potentially be a fatality in their life whatever. You got to go for your dreams, baby. So many of us are sitting on the sidelines and we're thinking about, oh, someday when this happens, when that, then I'll be happy. And the God's honest truth, I do that to myself sometimes too. I found myself doing it recently thinking, oh, when this happens and when this happens, when the book does this, da, 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 then I'll feel relief. But there's th that relief is only short-lived because then life keeps happening and things keep coming our way, whether they're health things or friends with family and related business things. There's always going to be challenges that are going to crop up in our life. It's up to us and how we react to something or how we respond to something. And that's one of the greatest gifts that I've learned in my life is when you think about who successful people are, of course, there's got to be a quick reaction to business situations or family situations and, you know, fight or flight, of course, I'm not saying that it's never a good thing, but oftentimes we react emotionally to a situation and we don't give it a lot of forethought. We don't get a lot of thought of, to the words and the language that we're using with ourselves or the words and the language that we're using with other people. And so there could be some distortion in there. And so I encourage you always, when you think about where it is that you're, you're at, you know, have the faith and the belief that God, source, universe, whatever you might believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, wouldn't put you here if they didn't believe that you could do it. And so I look at life as kind of like this. I've got this list of things that I came here to accomplish. And I think at the end, I'm going to meet God, source, universe, and we're going to take a look at that list. And he goes, oh, Christopher, you know, came here to be an inspirational speaker. God, he did it. He came here to be an author. God, he did it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get down to the list and go, oh, and he was supposed to be this and this and this and that. And then he never made it right. That, that to me would be a regret. That to me would be a regret. And so I sit there and I listen to my heart and I listen to my passion. I listen to the things that call me to serve, not call me to make money and, and get more egoic things. Cause I've already done that. I've already experienced that. I've been famous. I've been all these different things, but at the end of the day, when you serve and you know what, the, when you lay your head on the pillow at night, when you gone and you fought your battles and maybe you like, maybe you not won the battles, but you're going to win the war. When you put your head on the pillow, you have that respect for yourself that you know you did that. And that's one thing that you really need to get in touch with is, is finding that self-respect to sit there and say, did I come here to be intentionally mediocre or complacent? No. So that's a question you can put in your tool bag. Did I come here to be mediocre or complacent? Yes or no. 
There's no in between. When you start asking yourself the right questions and you start giving yourself the honest answers, that's when shit starts to change. That's when shit starts to change. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention to your, your comments. I want to check something out. Robert says here, I would have, I would never do something like that, but I realized that not all can so much from engaging in this comments of live streams offered by those in alignment with belief wise. Right. Exactly. Um, what's up, Robert? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Warrior Grandma says, please contact me in Messenger. I'm guessing that's for me, or is that for Robert? I'm not sure. Um, oh, Robert says here, yes, I am homeless. Robert, you're homeless? I didn't know that. What's up? Got to find you a home. Got to have a home. What's got Ted? Ted in the house. He says, hey, Christopher, you are so right. Thank you, brother, for being there. I know you've had your challenges. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My Irish sister from another Mr. Jacqueline Rose says, hello, Christopher. Wasn't sure I'd be on here. I uh, had my ultrasound and mammogram today waiting on the results. Might have to have a biopsy. I am sorry to hear that, Jacqueline Rose, but I know that you are completely unstoppable. You are completely unstoppable. So when the other thing I wanted to share with you guys, you know, as far as, you know, positive things go, I didn't, re I forgot about this, but recently I was in this, I think I'm a bestseller now. I believe I'm a bestseller now because um, this book called When the Wellness War, uh, All Things Wellness, uh, I, yours truly, am on the back of the book, Christopher Roush, as one of the media sponsors, but also one of my stories is in here, and I, I believe this book uh, made bestseller. So win the war on wellness. Please go copy that. We'll make sure that the, the link is in the show notes. And then I forgot I was totally in this other book, The Daily Grift of the daily gift of gratitude. This again is on Amazon and I have one of my stories in there. So if you're interested in checking out my stories and interested in seeing the books that I'm published in that I always forget to talk about, there you have it. Cause people have been asking me like, All right, I, I didn't know you were in other books. And I'm like, I always forget that I was. So the other thing that I've been up to recently talking about uh, strength and courage and that some people wanted me to talk about was the fact that I just recently did 75 hard. And 75 hard, if you're not familiar with that, is 75 days of two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside, a gallon of water, 10 pages of reading a book, a personal development book every day, reading it, not listening to it, and a daily progress picture and a healthy uh, diet. No booze. For me, no booze, no sugar, no wheat, no gluten, stuff like that. You know, just healthy stuff. And so I do that for 75 days. This is the third time that I've done it, and I have recently completed it. So I started on April 2nd. The next day on April 3rd, I quit taking my opioids, my pain medication for my back. A lot of you guys follow me. And so, you know, I quit taking my Percocet. My 325 Percocets, I stopped taking them cold turkey on Monday or Tuesday. Um, and that's something else that I wanted to do. 75 hard is hard enough. But when you talk about resiliency and courage and confidence, you don't just do enough to get by. That's what the problem with most people is they do just enough to get by right? When you're at the gym, oh, I do three sets with 10 reps. How's that working for you? I'm okay. Again, did you come here to be okay? Did you come here to be fucking unstoppable? Did you come here to be okay? Or did you come here to fucking have good looking biceps? Came here to have good looking biceps. Okay. Then three sets of 10 is not going to necessarily work for me. How about if you get to 10 and you can still do three or four more, how about raising the weight? How about doing some ramping up where you do low weights all the way up to high weights, or you do high weights all the way down to low weights? How about you shift that up? If you continue going through life, they could, oh, I just have to do this bare minimum in order to get by. That's all you're going to do is you're going to get by. But for me, 75 hard being the third time, I'm like, what can I add to this? My buddy last time when we both did it back in uh, 2021, he quit smoking. I was like, fuck, dude, that's pretty amazing. You're going to do this and quit smoking? Fuck, you have my respect. And so this time I did that as well. 75 days. This particular journey of it, each time I find one of the greatest gifts in 75 hard is the fact that because we make that promise to ourselves to say, listen, integrity wise, this, I've made a pledge to all the people that follow me and on my podcast and everything else. 
number one, I'm going to be congruent. Number one, I'm going to be honest. Number one, I'm going to be ethical and have that integrity and have those values in place. Because as a coach, as a speaker, as somebody who wants to definitely change the world on a large scale capacity, I never want to be known as somebody who doesn't walk their talk. Right. And so I wanted to make sure that I was doing this hundred percent. And, and I love that because, you know, sometimes even I give myself an out and I'll do excellent. I'll do really, really great. And da, 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 da. But again, did I come here to be excellent or did I come here to be phenomenal? So I hold myself to a higher degree where sometimes I sit there and say, God, Chris, that's good enough. You know, you're fucking nailing it. You're doing all these things. You work your ass off. My buddy Walt always gives me a bunch of compliments. He's like, Chris, you always work your ass off. You're one of the hardest fucking working people. You're the one of the, the sweetest people. You're one of the most real people in the personal development space. Thank you, Walt. I appreciate that, brother. That's what we have to do. When we have to sit there and we have to think about our lives. It's like, what else can I do? How else can I push myself? Right. I talk about a lot in my coaching that life is one more or one less right? If you want to lose weight, it's one less bite, one more step, one less bite, one more step, a little bit harder step, one bigger, less bite, maybe a shift in food, maybe a different exercise, all those different things each day. You're not going to get fucking like on top of the mountain tomorrow. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to go, today, I'm not going to be a dick. That's my goal today. I'm not going to be a dick to anybody. I'm not going to be a dick to myself. I'm not going to be the goal. Number one, not be a dick. Next day, goal number two, treat myself with respect and kindness. Every single day, you're going to do something just a little bit better for yourself. And that compound interest, that compound confidence for yourself is going to multiply and you're going to start feeling better. When you start feeling better, you start making better decisions. You start making better decisions. You start eliminating people and things from your life that don't serve you anymore. You're changing. You're growing every single fucking day. You got to reprioritize your priorities. You got to reprioritize your values. You got to reprioritize what it is that you're here for. So many people are here just getting by. They're just surviving. They're not truly living their life. They're existing. And they're letting the excuses and they're letting the, the hurt and the resentment and, the, and the, everything else in their life, they carry it around in this big pack and they go, oh, God, my life has been so hard. I hope someday something can happen so I can let this all go and I can finally be happy. Let it go. Poof. And then it was gone. Why are you hanging on to it? What is it serving you? It must be serving you something to hang on to that pain and that misery. It must be serving some purpose. It's probably serving a purpose to hold you back from your success because you're afraid of your of success. You may not be afraid of it. You may not think you deserve it. And so subconsciously or consciously, you're sabotaging yourself over and over and over and over again. You know, how I know that because so many people out there say they want success, but yet they don't have a coach. Mm. There are people out there that will get you step-by-step step to be where you want to be. Granted, I believe the coaching industry and the personal development space in recent years has gone fucking tits up. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think most people in the personal development space are full of shit. They're incongruent. They're scammers. I can't stand it. That's why I don't associate with a lot of them. You don't see my pretty little face and all those other little things with all those other people, right? I'm very selective about what I do and who I hang out with. Because for me, the ultimate situation is to be who I am and not have to apologize and not have to be anything else but me. Because life is hard enough. When you try to be somebody else for everybody else, life is hard enough when you put everybody else's concerns and desires before yourself, especially as you get older, right? We can get away with not taking care of ourselves when we're younger, but that shit starts to shift. When you're past 35, you get into your forties, especially in your fifties, you still got time to make different decisions before you wind up on all those medications and having all those procedures and having all that time for regrets because you didn't fucking take care of yourself because you were busy jacking off, taking care of somebody else's fucking ego when you should have been letting them go in your life. Who can you let go of your life in your life? Who can you let go of? Who can you let go of? What can you let go of? I got some comments. Thank you guys. I hope you're enjoying this. I feel 
I feel this is more of a conversation. Like normally I'm trying to hype you up and everything. This is all flowing straight from my heart. I didn't really know what to expect tonight. I just knew I was going to show up and serve and not be anything else other than myself. Right. Um, so we got, we got Jen. Oh, we got Jen Grasso in the house. What's up? She says, April 3rd, I turned 50. It's a good day all around. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, sister. I'm 54, 54. And I always get people saying, Oh my God, Chris, you don't look good. I'm like, well, you know, I a little touch ups here and there, you know, um, we got Eric Allen in the house. Let's go. Bah, bah, bah. Dan Gilman in the house. You're amazing. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. I'm going to be on your show. I think this Thursday, something really like that. Um, uh brian keith in the house my brother he says my brother you are the man and definitely have your have your story as we are together in this yes 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 thank you man thank you for tuning in i wanted you to hear this tonight too because you know what's and thank you ted ted says hey christopher you are so right i'm not sure what i said but thank you for that brother appreciate it um let's see what brian's got to say here he goes uh you inspire me more than you could ever know by my silence thank you man i appreciate you uh we, doc, we got jen's comment uh uh, Brian says here, for you guys listening, most of us don't even take those steps to make any moves. It's so true. And I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to leave you guys with an actionable kind of a, a little mini, I guess, glimpse of what I do in my workshops and my, and my stuff like that. Um, Brian says here, we are the team with, uh, we are the team with others around the globe to make a difference. And many both know and work with. Yes, 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 yes. I've got Sean Don in the house. There's my brother. What's up? He goes, yo, keep grinding. I ain't grinding. Maybe I'm living. I'm living. You got to watch out for me and Sean. We're going to do some stuff together. Uh, he's a cool dude. He was recently on my show. So go check it out. Ted says here, I have lost hundred pounds in seven months. Holy fucking shit. That's awesome. Uh, working out three hours a day, two hours, pushing my wheelchair, one hour weight training, dropped my morphine, cold Turkey. Hell yeah. Got my diabetes numbers to non-diabetic numbers. Fucking Ted there. It's what's up. Ted unstoppable. Boom. Give you a bandana. You are kick-ass unstoppable, man. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That is so inspiring. There's so many people out there that just, they just don't think they can do it. They just don't think they can do it. You know, Ted says here again, he goes, um, he goes, if I, as a disabled man who had two near heart attacks and one full heart attack can do it at 51, you can too. I'm saying that I'm saying that that's what's up, Ted. That's what's up, Ted. Uh, Dennis Nermella calling in from, uh, from, uh, China. What's up, Dennis? Thank you. He says, good morning from China, brother. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you for uh, keeping an eye on everything over there. Uh, let's keep everybody happy. Let's keep everybody happy and off the buttons. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Let's keep everybody happy and off the buttons. Uh, Brian says, uh, from the heart and the truth is the best way to do it. 54 here, 1969, 1969. What's up? Uh, Warrior Grandma says, you're amazing. And in part because of your talks, I am getting back up. Hell yeah, sister. Get back up. Get back up. Like Jacqueline says here, she says, still kicking ass despite what is going on in my life right now. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Brian says here, Ted is living proof. Change is true and possible. Hero. Big time, big time. So this is what I want to do. I want to take you through like the mini version of what I would work with somebody on maybe a one-on-one -on -one basis or through a workshop. So the thing for me in this whole conversation is awareness, acceptance, and action. So put that on your paper, awareness, acceptance, and action. Cause we're going to kind of dive into those a little bit. When you think about your situation, like when you're in that situation, the best thing you can do is to be honest with yourself. But it's amazing that we lie to ourselves. Like we actually lie to ourselves thinking we're going to get away with it. Right. Whether consciously or subconsciously we do, we lie to ourselves. 
Because I've asked people point blank in in coaching um, uh, intake conversations where they want to coach with me, and I I have a process a process where I interview people to make sure that they're, you know, somebody I want to coach. Let's just put it that way. And so, you know, as part of that, I'll ask them like, how honest are you being with yourself right now? I'm like, oh, I'm being really honest. I'm being really honest. And I'll ask them some questions, and I could tell whether or not facially, you know, visually, if they're lying to me or not. It's one of the things, one of my little gifts. So first of all, you got to be honest with yourself in the situation you're in. Am I happy? Yes or no? That's a great start. Asking yourself that question. Am I happy? Yes or no? Well, sort of. That's not an answer. Yes, I am happy or no, I'm not happy. Just stick to the facts. Keep it black and white. That way you can take the progressive action that you're going to need to take. So the awareness is, am I happy? Yes or no? No. Okay. Where am I not happy? In my home or my work or both, right? So let's 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 split it up. So you're you're in two places most of the time. You're either at work or in your job or at your home. And I've determined that if you answer to this question, yes, to both, that you're a fucking pretty happy person. Do you enjoy when you get up in the morning, where it is that you're going, what you're doing for the day? Yes. Okay. When you're at work or in your occupation, are you enjoy, are you looking forward to where it is that you're going home and who you're going home to? Yes. Boom. You have a kick-ass life. So many people out there are not happy in their home or they're not happy in their jobs and they're not happy with themselves or they're not happy in so many different places, but they expect to find love. They expect financial rewards and abundance. They expect to be healthy, yet they're fucking killing themselves and they're lying to themselves. There's all you got to do is ask it a question. Now you got chat GBT. I mean, I'm not even getting into that shit yet. It's pretty credit. It's pretty cool. I've kind of checked it out, but I'm one of those old fashioned people. I just want to think of my own ideas myself. But the point is, is the answers are there. But yet so many people are miserable when I ask them, okay, what kind of actions have you taken in the last three weeks about this specific issue? I haven't really done anything, Chris. I just, I don't know what else to do. I'm like, have you typed it in Google? What to do for financial situations? Have you, what to do to clear creditors off your back? What to do to be able to reverse your credit with no money? What to, have you done anything? No. Okay. All the information's there. Like you have to take action. So that first thing is to sit there and say, be honest with yourself. I'm not happy. The next thing is sit there and, and sit and decide, okay, what am I going to do with that? And when am I going to stop lying to myself? There's another great question. When am I going to stop lying to myself? When am I going to find that I'm worthy and, and, and deserving of great things in my life? That awareness is sit there and say, I haven't been doing that yet, but that stops today. And that first part, that awareness, you know, taking that honest reflection at yourself and sitting there saying, okay, I'm going to take care of this. The next part of it is acceptance. Because sometimes we can be honest with ourselves and still continue to go to our short-term gratifications, trying to hide it and not thinking about that. One of the greatest things that you could do that I've had to do in my life hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. The faster you get to, this is what it is. And I'm not trying to make it simpler than it is, but that's kind of the way it is. Once you get to the point where it is what it is, I have cancer. I've been diagnosed with cancer. I usually tell people not to say I have cancer. I've been diagnosed with cancer. It is what it is. The sooner I get, it's not going to go away. If I ignore it, it's not going to go away. It is what it is. The sooner I personally you personally make that acknowledgement and you decide to accept that it is what it is. That's one of the greatest victories you could possibly get in anything that you're going to do. Because so many times people, no, as long as I don't touch that thing, it's not going to really happen. That's as long as I don't think about it, it's not going to happen there. You know, da, da, da. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm going to lose my house. Okay. I'm going to lose my house. What's next. What am I going to do to avoid staying on the street? What, am, how, what do I get to look forward to? I don't have to take care of as much stuff. I don't want to have this. I want to have that. What can you look forward to, right? 
if it is what it is and you're aware of that and you're accepting of that, and then you're ready to do the next step, take the action. We're going to talk about that in a second. So then we sit there and we get to that point where we have that awareness. We've been honest with ourselves. It is what it is. Now let's deal with it. So many times, let me tell you this. The best thing you can do in any situation is make the right decision. The next best thing you can do is make the wrong decision. And the worst thing you can do is make no decision. Think about it. I, and I personally, I, I, I have the gift. I have talked to thousands of people. I've been coaching for over 20 years. I've been doing motivational speaking for 20 years. I have talked to so many people, so many amazing conversations with people all across the globe, all ages and sizes and all sorts of different things. And that's why I say there's, there's patterns that happen. There's patterns that happen. So when you think about it, there's so many people that know there's a situation in their life that they're not happy with, that they're not doing anything about. How long have you been unhappy in your job? Fuck, Chris, probably. 12 years. How's that working for you? It's not. How many, how many pills are on? I'm, I'm on three right now. I'm on a cholesterol. I'm in a, on a, on a blood pressure. And then I'm on a fucking Viagra. Oh, okay. How's that working out for you? Good. No, it's not. Okay. Dr. Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the thing you, things you look at start to change. You have to have that confidence. You have to have that belief in that moment. That's why my wristbands say, believe they say, believe. Cause you have to believe that's what I did in every situation is I had to believe that no matter what I did, I would figure it out. If you just have that, 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 that ingrained in your brain, if I go through this, I know I'm going to figure it out. If I go through this divorce, I know I'm going to figure it out. If I leave this job and I start another career, I know I'm going to figure it out. If I let that guy go, I'm going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You have figured everything out up until now. When I look back on this book, this book that I'm writing, that's all I did. Every situation is I just took a step and I figured it out. I took a step and I figured it out. I took a step and I figured it out. And then I started using common sense and I started planning out things. And then I started to go out there proactively learning things and shifting the dynamic. I accepted it for what it was. That day when I accepted the fact that I was not going to get out of the homeless situation I was in at 17 years old. When I figured out it was either going to be in a pine box or a cop car or my own volition, I accepted that. I accepted that. So I knew that by my own volition, that was going to be a whole Pandora's box of other things that were going to open up for me to challenge me. And they sure as shit did. As soon as I said, I'm going to do this, next thing I had to do is I had to find a new job. Next thing I do, I met this girl. Next thing I do, I'm meeting her parents. Next thing, all these different things start up. And you're going to go back to school, Chris? Like, what? You want me to go back to school? Are you crazy? fucking figure it out. Call all these schools. Hey, do you have a GED program? No, we don't. Do you know anybody who does? No. Okay. Thanks. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I didn't have the internet. Oh, you do. I have a GED. Okay, cool. Fuck. What am I going to do? Show up and take the fucking test. What am I going to do next? I'm going to wait for the answer. What am I going to do next? I'm going to study. What am I going to do next? I'm going to pass it. What am I going to do next? I'm going to go to college. What am I going to do next? I'm going to pass it. Belief. There's no way I could fail college. There's no way I could fail anything if I have the right people and I have the right desire and I have the right motivation to back that up, right? And that's why I talk to people so many times. I'm like, who is your mentor? Who is your team? Okay, so we're still in the acceptance phase. Next time, next, next thing you ask yourself is, are the actions I'm taking part of the solution or part of the problem? Is the fact that I'm not doing anything about it, is that part of the solution, part of the problem? Okay, everything now has to be a part of the solution. Bitching isn't part of the solution. Taking action is part of the solution. Getting people around you is part of the solution. 
right? Learning as you go as part of the solution. And so then the last part of it, we've got, we've got the uh, awareness, we've got the acceptance, and then we got the action. So what's the, I call these things needle movers, needle movers, right? The needle movers, you know, you're going to move the needle. What are the things that I need to move the needle on that are the highest of priority, right? Think Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do you got to make sure those things are covered first, right? And think about, okay, what's the first priority? What's the first thing that I can do by which doing so will provide me the greatest relief of excuse. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have whatever. I don't have space. What is the first thing that I can do by which doing so will eliminate one of my biggest excuses? I don't have enough money. What can I sell? Well, I don't want to sell anything. It's all my good stuff. What's the priority? Keeping shit that you don't do anything with or fucking changing your life? So many people walk around spending fucking two or $3,000 on cell phones. I finally got a new phone. Mine was an iPhone 10. I didn't give a shit. It had all sorts of cracks on it. Still uses a phone. So many people are spending money on their cars and all sorts of shit, trying to keep up with the Joneses and have these purses and have all this shit, but nobody's got a fucking coach. Nobody can afford a coach. Nobody can have that one thing in their life. That's going to help them hold them accountable and, and take action in their life. So when you think about the fact that, uh, what's up, Michelle? What's up? My brother, my brother from India. Thank you, brother, for being here. Um, don't let me lose thought. Don't let me lose thought. So thinking needle, needle movers, what is that, that, that by which doing so is going to open up that, that conduit. Next thing is you is just sit there and look at what it is, not that what you have that you like, but what you have that's no longer serving you. So a lot of us, like I said, are carrying around that big bag of shit. Like, Oh my God, it's so heavy. Chris, you don't understand. I got victimized when I was a kid and my brother did this. And then I let my girlfriend backstab me. And then my parents did this and Oh my God, this is so heavy. Okay. Let's let it go. Let's let it go. Let's find out what you're tolerating from yourself. Let's find out what you're tolerating from other people. And let's find out what you're tolerating from inanimate objects. Write that shit down. All of it. All that stuff you're tolerating from yourself. Oh, I tolerate the fact that I give myself excuses. I tolerate the fact that I talk bad to myself. I tolerate the fact that I, I don't do anything when I say I'm going to do anything. I don't, I'm not, everything. Put it all out there. Be honest. Be honest. I tolerate this from this person. I tolerate from that. I don't care how embarrassing it might be. Cause trust me, when my coaching clients do it, they come back the next week and they have like three or four things in each list category. I'm like, you sure about that? And I've already talked to them for probably about a month. So I already know the things that they're tolerating. I'm like, you might want to go back and look at that. And then they come back like, fuck Chris, I was really embarrassed about wanting to show you this. I'm like, you're not alone. We all take on a lot of things that we tolerate. I myself do that as well. Sometimes I have to sit there and go, what am I tolerating in my life? Because I'm a very generous person with my time, and with everything else in my life. So tend, I tend to put myself, you know, second or third sometimes. So I have to stare, hey, what am I tolerating? You know, tolerating for myself. Well, Chris, you're so busy and everything. You got to tolerate the fact that you need to call yourself and make time for yourself, right? And whatever it is that you're doing. So you got to do that. What can I let go? So those tolerations, those physical tolerations, the next thing I want you to do is write down on a piece of paper, who the five people you are that you hang around the most. One, two, three, four, five, write their names next to it. And then positive or negative, constructive or, de or destructive. However you want to put it, the five people you're in your life the most, that's got to be your team, right? Somebody you trust, somebody who empowers you, somebody who holds you accountable and somebody who's your mentor. And guess what? They can't be the same person. I know people, uh, I have this one person, they're my rock. What happens if that rock fucking goes away? What if that rock loses its mind? What are you going to do? You have all your eggs in one basket. That's, that's ridiculous. You know, if you're dead serious about seeing it, being successful in your relationships, if you want to be successful in your business, you want to be successful in your health, you should have coaches in those different areas. Pony up. Oh, you, people spend more money on a fucking Super Bowl party or more money on televisions, all sorts of stuff than they'll spend on themselves. But yet they'll be disgruntled with life and die with a bunch of regrets 
but they'll have seven TVs in their house and 18 bathrooms, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Gary Barnes in the house. He says, ah, word, I am old school. What's up? We got all sorts of beautiful people in the house. God, you guys are awesome. Marius, what's up, Marius? He says, greetings from UK, Christopher Roush. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so, I just didn't realize that you guys were all popping in here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love doing this. We got Nelly in the house. Look hooked on humanity. What's up? What's up? Um, Ted says here, he goes deciding it is what it is. And I have the power to live the life I want regardless. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Dennis says here, uh, you are spot on. I'm living a kick-ass life every day. And you know, the secrets, uh, my friend. Yeah, there's no secrets. It's just the fact of, 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 you know, having that awareness, taking and having that acceptance and then taking action on it. And for, so we've done the tolerations, we've done the people. The next thing that really has to matter the most is your why. What is your why? Like really, like if, if, if Friday was your last day, you know, between now and Friday, what would you want people to know most about you? Think about that. Cause for me, people say, Chris, how do you do it? How do you, how do you do 75 hard? How do you do this? How do you do this? Write in your book. Da, da, da. My why is that I want to leave and I am leaving an amazing legacy. Will I be remembered like Tony Robbins or anything? No. And that's fine. What I want to be remembered for are the people that I impacted, that I personally impacted through my words or through my shows or through because I know if I died tomorrow, God forbid, I know if my wife put a post out there, I know there would be hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people like, oh my God, he fucking changed my life. He changed my life, changed my life, changed my life. Changed my life, changed my life. It would be overwhelming. Thank you. Because every single day when I wake up, got to have a morning routine, I say what I'm grateful for. So many people wake up and they look at their phone and they see all the travesty, oh, Trump and all oh, fucking government, oh, elections, blah, 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 blah. You start your day off on the wrong foot and then you go about finding more shit to complain about. But for me, I wake up before my eyes open, grateful. Oh my God, I'm grateful I woke up today. I'm grateful for my son sleeping in the room next to me. I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for the fact that we have these amazing animals. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for the people that brought my bed. I'm grateful I get to use technology and reach people around the world with my words and my actions. I'm grateful I have communication technologies to do my show. I'm grateful I get to get up and I get to go. Irrespective of the fact I'm in pain, I get to go impact the world. Because there's some people that didn't wake up today. Well, there's some people that woke up in a hospital with a bunch of tubes coming out of them because they got hit in a car accident because somebody was on their fucking cell phone. You don't get tomorrow. This for me now at 54, the biggest thing that I'm struggling with is like, wow, it's going by so fast. My son's six. He's going to be seven in November. A lot of you guys have known me since I've fucking had the, you know, we had um, conception issues. We went through the IVF process. We've been through a bunch of ado adoption things. A lot of you guys have been with me through that journey that started way back in 2010. Right. And then we actually got Jackson in 2016. We adopted him from birth. So it's been amazing. But my why, when I wake up and I have that gratitude, the next thing I started implementing during COVID actually was what are my intentions? Right. When we think about, oh, I got this to do today. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. We always start the day overwhelmed and under pressure and not taking care of ourselves and having bad scripts going on in our brain. Yet we want a better life. So for me, I set the intention. The first thing I say is that I'm going to use my words and my actions to make this world a better place for who I am and what I do. Whether that's a post, a walk and talk, a conversation. When I go to bed tonight, I want to think about the one thing that I did today that I know impacted people. And it's going to be this all day long. I was like, what is that? I haven't really felt I'd done anything. I didn't really want to do any lives. And I said, tonight, I'm going to deliver something that I know if I didn't wake up tomorrow will be one of the best things that I ever did because I shared it from my heart to connect with you guys, whether you're listening to my voice or watching me on the video cast. We're all interconnected, right? And it's pretty amazing when you have your why, 
when you have your why set for me that I will have risked for which that mattered well I would have left the earth a better place for who I was and I made a difference so every day when I get to go to sleep did I live the perfect day it wasn't necessarily perfect but did I make my impact did I grow myself did I push myself through uncomfortable situations because I know that's where I'm going to grow not every day is perfect but god I'm living a pretty amazing life I continue to excel. I continue to push myself out of those comfort zones because at the end of the day, whenever my time is, think about it. Like 20 years from now, I'll be 74. 20 years ago, I was 34. Seems like that. The next 20 years are going to go by crazy. Of course, I'm going to get older, more health problems, different stuff like that. And I'm not being negative. I'm just being realistic, right? I'm 54 and I've already got a bunch of pain and stuff going on. I'm already doing the self-talk with myself to accept where that is. It is what it is. And I'll continue doing the best I can do to mitigate it and not have any more pain come into my life, right? That's all I can do. And I'm happy with that because so many other people would kill for my pain. People who were paralyzed yesterday would kill to have pain in their back and their legs. When you shift your perspective, ladies and gentlemen, the shit starts to change. It starts to change. So when you have your why, that gets you through everything else because then you can sit there and balance it against your values. And that's another exercise you can do is write down your top five values. Write this down. Guarantee most of you won't. Um, write down your top five values. And then as you're going throughout your day, whether it's professionally or personally, does this decision, does this action, does this person align with my values? Yes or no? Because I got a bunch of people out there saying that side is stupid and that side's stupid. I'm like, do you still accept their money? Have you talked to your doctor if they're if they're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter? You think all these people are stupid and crazy, but yet you're doing all this other stuff. Kind of makes me wonder, right? Got to be got to be congruent. You got to sit there and think about these things on a deeper level. What what you're really saying to your soul, right? When I think about myself and I think about the opportunity, the chaos in my life, all the chaos and the minutia is something that I can witness. It's not me, right? When you start going and, and doing this deeper work on yourself, you realize that you're in the seat of the observer. Your soul is in the seat of the observer situation, right? And I'm watching all this stuff go by. I have to get centered in that seat to go, Chris, the minutia of what's going on with those people in the capsule, the thing that's going on in Ukraine and Russia, everything else that's going on. You're observing this. You're not that. You don't need to take that on physically or spiritually or mentally. What you could do is sit there and find that you're a beacon of light in this time where people are just, are, are, are challenged and, and wanting to give up and being frustrated. So when you have that, that, that desire and that driving force, that gets you over the line. I've got so many people who have cancer that are dying, that all different people. I'm not making this up. I have a lot of people that are struggling right now. And I just encourage them every single day, like you get another chance to be alive. You get another chance to make a different decision about shit that's not working in your life. You get another opportunity to make decisions that make you happy, that fill your cup, that fill your bucket, right? If you love somebody on a scale of one to 10, a 10, but yet you're taking care of yourself on a five, you're not doing that person any justice, especially if they're your kids, your husband, right? You want an excellent marriage, but you're, you're, you're giving yourself a five, but you're trying to give 10 to the marriage. It's not going to work. You're lying to yourself. And if you're in the wrong marriage, if you're in the wrong relationship, you're in the wrong job, again, what actions are you taking to change that? Again, okay, I've, I've, I'm aware of it. I've accepted it. But am I taking any action? That's where people stop. Uh, they think somebody's going to come save them. There's no magic pills, guys. You have to go out there and do what is uncomfortable. And you have to basically do what you haven't done in order to get what you haven't got. 
there. How about that? What's going on? I love you guys. Um, Ted C. Ted C. Ted um, says deciding what it is and deciding it is what it is and have the power to live the life I want regardless. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I already got that one. We got Michelle in the house is dear friend of mine. He says, I just woke up a while ago. I'm traveling. I am in Bhutan now. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I apologize if I didn't. I am watching your show with open mind. I'm listening as if I paid a hundred thousand US dollar for just for this session. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Uh, you know, you know me, it's always not been about the money. It's always been about the impact. We got Nelly saying, I've only been listening for one minute so far and you've already truth bombing like crazy. Thank you, Nelly. I appreciate you. It's just, I mean, it's all just flowing from the heart. It's just all from the flowing of the heart. Uh, Jacqueline says here, if I end up having cancer, it is what it is. I will fight tooth and nail to beat its ass because I am uh, a fill-in grandmother for my sister who died and I helped her raise her daughter with her. Beautiful. See, that is a crystal clear why. That is a crystal clear why they say, now this is, I don't, I mean, I don't even think I know. Like catch yourself when you sit there, I think I can do it. No, I know I can do that. Take that ambiguity out of there. Another thing I highly recommend you eliminate from your vocabulary are these three words, always, never, and try. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. Get yourself a sticky note. Sticky notes are really cool. You write them down, you put them on your monitor and you go, hey, I need to pay attention to that. That's important. That can move the needle. Once I fucking eliminate that after a couple of months, then that's a part of my psyche. So yes, always, never, and try. Like you always do this. I always do this. I never do this. You never do that. Or I'll try, Chris, I'll try. And you know, yes, you do need to try. But if it's something that's that important, don't say you're going to try. Just say you're going to fucking do it. How about that? How about that? How about we just say we're going to do it? I'm going to do it. Like you're going to lose weight. Yes, I'm going to do it. Are you going to keep it off? Yes, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I have a big enough. Why? Why? Because I don't want any regrets. Why? Because I have a bigger purpose. Why? Keep digging because I'm around the people that I want to, I want to support and, and have them acknowledge the fact that their investment in me didn't go for nothing. Then I'm going to use my challenges and my, my, my obstacles to help other people go through that. Because ladies and gentlemen, we all have an obligation to the youth of this world, whether you've had kids or not, we're humanity and our, as a humanity, as a tribe, as a population, as a world, we should definitely be focusing on our kids. And I know that's a whole other subject, but we should be focusing on our kids and what we can do personally for ourselves that is in the best interest of those kids. Whether we have kids in our house or not, whether we associate with kids, we should be doing the best and taking care of ourselves. Um, let's see what's up. What's up da, da. Oh, you guys are awesome. I love this. I'm just seeing, um, these green things. Um, everybody's got green background. Uh, Bashal says right decision, wrong decision, no decision is this action moving forward to a solution or deepening the problem. Amen, brother. Amen. Um, Dan Gilman says here, living in abundance. Uh, Mario says accepting our own ignorance is the most challenging and the most rewarding. Oh, dude, nailing right there. Think about that. Accepting our own ignorance is the most challenging and the most rewarding. <sighs> me luck at that. Um, I'll comment twice on the post. One of them will be about your bandana. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that about is. Uh, Dan says, love this, man. I appreciate, appreciate you, Dan. Um, Robert says here, time is going by faster for me. It feels like it's slowing down, celebrating all victories. Even now it seems to slow time and makes me forget the pain and focus on that moment. Yes. That's, that's super important, Robert. One of the greatest gifts that we can do is really focus on these moments, you know, and to your point, Robert, I was one of those guys that was constantly thinking about, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking, anything that I did, how could I have done it better? What should I do differently? Not necessarily in a bad way, but from a strategic play, you know, like football players go back and they watch their reels and they see how they could do better. That's what I kind of did in my brain. And that's how I've become progressively better and, and more financially 
rewarded throughout my entire life. Um, you know, so you, so you definitely got to do that. Um, you know, you got to be central to the moment. Like, because also I was thinking about tomorrow. I was always in survivor mode. Like, what do I have to do? What's plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G that I need to do in order for me to be successful. And so I was either in the past or in the future, but I was never really in the moment. Or if I was in the moment, I was doing something to avoid the moment because I had so much pain and other things that I was not dealing with that ultimately I have dealt with and continue to deal with over my life. You know, a lot of this stuff, a lot of the healing started in my twenties, really accelerated in my thirties. And now my forties and my fifties, it's all about deepening that and potentially using plant-based medicine. So uh, if you guys know people with plant-based medicine experience, uh, I'm interested in that. I've done a little bit of microdosing with uh, psilocybin and it's an interesting experience. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that, but I'm all about that progress and unlocking those doors and unlocking those stories that I might have within myself. Um, Dan Gilman says, yes, agreed. It works. Can't remember what it was about. Um, Ted says, like, Ted's got a long one right here. Things talked about on the news and in the paper are just negative noise in your life and don't need. You are definitely, and you are definitely, if you have to have it, shouldn't start your day off with it. Start your day with your why. Remain, remind yourself of what you are thankful for. And finally, how you positively affect the people around you. Amen, baby. Amen. That is so true. Um, Aria says here, the definition of success is taking another breath. Oh. That I, I could tell you guys stories after stories after stories of people who have come up to me and go, Chris, you always talk about gratitude. You, your, your central thing is about gratitude. You know, I had one guy tell me he was a family member and not to be crass, but he says, you know, and he went through some horrible stuff and he was on a colostomy bag and he goes, Chris, I would give anything to be able to take a shit like a normal person again and eat normal food. He goes, I got this colostomy bag. He goes, I've had, you know, 18 feet of my colon removed because I was taking that, making bad decisions. And I was, I was too embarrassed to ask people questions about this. And now here I am. And so there's just so many things that we take for granted for. So when you are being uh, grateful for the fact that you can breathe on your own unassisted, that's pretty amazing. We've got Andrea in the house. What's up, Andrea? Thank you so much for being here. It says uh, we have to take care of us to be able to take care of others. A hundred, a hundred percent. Andrea says, you are a rock star. Love you. I love you too, sweetheart. And she also says here, always never, always never and try since you said that to me, it's on my own refrigerator and in front of me. Ah, see, that's what's up. That is what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? I love you guys. I love you guys. Warrior grandma says my son who was missing and homeless over 15 years is now clean and medicated, uh, is hearing you. He is looking, uh, at getting his, his GED. That is awesome. That's right. This is, um, I apologize. Um, you know who you are. Sorry. I'm, I'm having a bell because there's you and another person that I always think about the same thing. So from this conversation, what are you going to take from this? Right? I want to know, I want to know from what this conversation, what you're going to take from this, because times are going to be tough. We're going to have challenges. That's not going to stop. And I believe that as you continue to progress through this thing called life and you continue to earn your warrior badge and you continue to level up that those challenges might get a little bit more, more progressive. And then the challenges are not going to not come if you don't take those risks. I think they come even sooner if you don't take those risks because God's source universe is going to push you out of your comfort zone because let's face it, we came here to learn lessons. We came here as a soul in human form to learn these particular lessons, to go back into soul form and do whatever we need to do with these. Right. And so if you keep getting this, you know, this keeps happening to me. I keep going through these same relationships. I keep getting these same jobs. You might want to say, Hey, what's central to this, right? It's me. Okay. What can I do about this? Again, I can be aware about it. I can accept it. Then I can start taking action on it and never give up on that cycle. Never give up on that cycle. Look every single day to grow a little bit more. 
look every single day to sit there and look at what you can surrender, what you can release, whether it's something egoic, whether it's an old thought or belief about somebody else, empathy and forgiveness. We didn't even touch on empathy and forgiveness tonight. That has been paramount in my mental and spiritual growth and my financial growth, honestly, to be, to be truthful with you. It's pretty amazing what it is that, that you can do in your life when you have the right people around you, when you focus on really what's important and you take that imperfect action every single day, that imperfect action, you have the right people around you. You have the right, why you're excited. You're enjoying the moments. It's okay to have days like this that are melancholy. I'm actually kind of enjoying this. It's weird. I'm going to come back and watch this. Cause I normally am like, eh, yeah. And I could tell I feel a little bit different, but maybe that's maturity. Maybe that's, maybe that's my soul's way of telling me that everything's going to be okay. Because when you think about it, if we're still little boys and little girls, what one phrase would you love to hear in your situation right now? You would love to, Hey, Chris, everything's going to be okay. It's all working out in your, your best interest. Just keep going, dude. You got this. I tell people that all the time and it's amazing what it does for them. You got this. You've survived hundred percent of everything that you've been through. What if, and I'm going to leave you with this here in a second. What if everything that's happened everything that's happened and everything that's happening is preparing us for what's next. Everything that's happening right now. Like I've had a lot of things fall apart really recently. I just had this thing. I kept talking about Jane talks. I was telling you guys all about it. Just fucking went in the can all the way down. Uh, I did the badass buzz doing a badass men's summit before that thing. Things are falling apart, but sometimes when things are falling apart, things are falling into place. Right. And that's the way I look at, okay, these things are going away because something's going to be coming in. And so if I'm focused on the things going away and I'm pissed off about the things going away and I'm frustrated and asking myself and thinking it was my fault, that thing that's coming in, I might completely miss. Because again, when I think about this, look around your, wherever room you're in right now, look around, tell me everything that's blue. 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 Okay, Chris, I know everything that's blue. Okay. Tell me what was red. Chris, you told me to look what's blue. I didn't see anything that was red because I was focused on blue. You told me blue, Chris. That's what I focused on. Same thing happens in life. It's called the reticular activation system. So again, what you focus on, where your focus goes, energy flows. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? It's going to be amazing. Yes. Nellie says, you're so true. When you're really tired of the insanity, you'll stop and do something once and for all. That breaking point, guys, that leverage, that leverage, you have to create that proactive leverage in your life. Otherwise, to Nellie's point, you're going to hit that point. You're going to hit that bottom. And sometimes you don't even hit bottom. You hit rock bottom. I've seen people hit bottom like, oh my fucking God, they're going to get it. And then they fall down seven more steps to the bottom, like to the bottom. And you know what? I've had so many people tell me, Chris, that's the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I just had a dear friend of mine, John, talk about this. It's best thing that could ever happen to me for me to relapse. Because sometimes we have to go through that hell to get that clarity, to get that conviction, to, to really learn our lessons. And sometimes I think about that for myself. I think, oh my God, you know, God's source universe is going to put me through this because I need to learn that lesson. So I'm trying really actively to learn that lesson before I need to learn it. One of those things is like just taking care of my body and my vessel, making sure that I don't do anything to wind up getting cancer or anything else. I don't want to look back on my life and go, all you had to do is eat some better food and not drink and blah, blah, blah. That's why I do 75 hard once in a while too. You got to keep doing, you got to keep going. You got to keep pressing. I love you guys. If you're joining the conversation late, 
do me a favor, go to it's just you and me kid.com. It's just you and me kid.com. Make sure you get on the email list. Yes. Make sure you get on the email list. It's just you and me kid.com. Please go there. Uh, the book's coming out this fall. It's going to be going into the hands of the publisher here pretty soon. My wife's going to be reading it probably by this weekend. I'm going to be putting pictures in it the rest of this week. It's a phenomenal story. You want to get on that first, uh, that first um, hit of it because uh, it's going to be a bestseller and I need your help with that. So in order to make it a bestseller, you guys are going to get all sorts of bonuses, some free coaching, uh, get entered in prizes for winning free coaching. Whatever it is that you could potentially want from me, send me a message and say, Chris, I want this for making helping you make a bestseller. Whatever it might be. Let's talk about it. I definitely want to make it a bestseller because I know it's going to be super impactful. I know everything that's happening in my life and everything that's happened up until now is for this book because this book is going to get in the right hands and it's going to become a movie and it's going to change lives so that I know all the shit that I went through that I had to find that empathy, love and forgiveness for all happen so that I can get in front of millions of people and tell that story, tell this story to continue doing what I love to do and to continue living my purpose and my passion, right? Got to do that. You got to do that too. I want that so bad for everybody. If everybody was really focusing on themselves and, and letting go of the hurt and the anguish and everything else and the egos, just imagine what greatness could come in the world if, if people like Bezos and, and fucking all those rich motherfuckers started really helping with the problems, right? Really helping with the homelessness situation, the mental health situation, the equality situation, the right situation. They started using their money instead of going to fucking outer space and going to the Titanic but they're still hurt little boys and little girls that say, I need to have more shit to prove how great I am. Blah, 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 blah. Let go of your eagles, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Gillette in the house. I got to watch your show today about uh, Jack Daniels. He's like, Ooh, other drinks with Jack Daniels. So if you're not following Tim Gillette, he's a dear friend of mine. I've known him for a decade now. I've known you for a decade. He used to be called the rocker life coach, which I was jealous about. Cause I'm like, Ooh, rocker life coach. That's badass. But follow Tim. He's got great shows, great content. It's got a heart of gold. Um, so I will see you guys here next week. Actually, this week, um, you guys may have know, may have, uh, have asked me about it, but uh, we were supposed to have a guest this, this week, but uh, unfortunately, they found that they had other things to do, which was fine because this gave me an opportunity just to spend some time with you guys because I love you guys. I really do. You know, love is what makes the world go round. When you look through life through a lens of love and not a lens of fear, it's pretty incredible what you can attract and who you can become. So next week here on the Ron and Scripted Show, we've got a great one for you. Chris Felton. Oh, he's going to be a good one. Um, I really don't know the dude, but uh, I had a, a pre-interview with him because I make sure I vet all the guests we have on the show. Um, going to be an amazing conversation. So next week, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your place, the Ron and Scripted Show. Go to ronandscripted.com to make sure to catch up on all the shows. Subscribe to our audio podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. Please take us on the go on audio with us. And uh, I just love and appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. This is been a, a much different conversation than I normally do on the show. Um, but one that I will definitely be proud of when I go to sleep tonight and one I'll definitely be proud of to watch tomorrow morning. So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for being here in the comments, uh, Tim in the comments, Robert in the comments, Ted in the comments. He says, if you want a guest for your show, I would be volunteer. Yes, Ted, let's talk about that. I would love to definitely get, get you on here. There's my girl. There's angel. She says, peace and good night, everyone. Thank you, angel. I appreciate you. Angel is such a tremendous soul. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got part of the Ron and scripted uh, page on Ron and, script, Ron and scripted group on Facebook, come join the page. Uh, Angel is constantly putting up amazing memes that are thought provoking. And if you really pay attention to them and put them in action in your life, again, that'll move the needle. So thank you. Thank you. Nelly says here, thanks, Chris, and you good night. 
Appreciate you. Robert says, this was awesome. Christopher, thank you, Robert, man. I'm sending you my love. Let me know if there's anything I could do for you, brother. Um, Andrea says, I would love to be a guest. Hey, let's do this. Hey, maybe we can get like a little uh, panel going, get a panel of my guests or my, my, my supporters on the show. We'll have a panel of supporters on the show and we'll talk about resiliency. What do you think about that? That'd be kind of cool. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I love you. I'm going to go be a family dad and uh, just be the best you possibly can be. And here, I'll leave you with this. You're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. That's what was told to me when I was 17 years old and had my head up my ass about life. You're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. I love you guys. Peace.